Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Hello, we are back with the Family Life Movement Podcast. I'm excited for this interview. Chantel is back with us. Chantel, welcome to the podcast. Matt, thank you for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Last time you were on, you shared an amazing story how you decided to take control of your own life. With everything you have going on, I imagine that can be difficult. So how on earth, when you've got a marriage and two businesses, you've got a a child with special needs and all this different stuff going on. How on earth do you manage that family life business balance? I think it's really about being intentional about how you're using your time. And not to say that I haven't spent three hours accidentally surfing Facebook only to look up and go, Oh my God, where did three hours of my life go? Um, but for the most part, right? We've all done that. Don't, don't lie. You've done it too. Um, yep. For the most part, I try to be really intentional about my time. And so um, my daughter, at the moment goes to school full time. She's in first grade. So she's in school from about eight o'clock in the morning till about three o'clock in the afternoon. Now, two years ago, she was in um, preschool and it was only two and a half hours a day, three days a week. So I had <laughs> two and a half hours, three days a week to work. And that was it. Like that was the cutoff. And then she was home. And not to say that I've never picked up my phone and done a little bit of work or answered a call or something while she's been home. But I am very intentional that like, I want her world to be about her while she's home. So I try not to work most of the time during the time that she's home and awake. So um, I, I used a lot of, after she'd gone to bed, I did a lot of work when she was only, when I only got those two and a half hours. Now I get about six hours a day that I get to work. Um, I take an hour for, well, half an hour to an hour for lunch. I intentionally will leave my desk and go downstairs and have lunch um, and not work. I take that as like a break. Truly, it's so important for your body and your mind. And you're actually, there's studies that say that you are, that you produce at a higher level, at a better level, when you take breaks, at least at an absolute minimum every four hours, um, if not even more than that. And in, we're working on building a new house and hopefully we'll have a gym in the new house. And, and I plan to have oh, a treadmill nice. and like once an hour <laughs> for 15 minutes, I want to go for a walk because it's so important. It recharges your brain, but I am very intentional about how I use my time. And so um, if I'm working on building a funnel, I set myself how long I think it's going to take. It always takes longer than I think, I'm going to be honest, but I set myself that time and then I'm consciously aware of how much time I'm taking. And so if an hour's passed, I'm like, Oh, that's my hour. Like I need to go focus on something else. Um, some people set 20 minute timers. It's just not enough for me usually, but I'm really careful about the schedule and work is work time. I, um, I use an app, um, called, I forget it's called. It's like, um, it, it basically helps you figure out, I'm going to look because it, it helps you figure out what your like most important three things that you're going to do today are, uh, oh, commit to three, right? It's called commit to three. And so it helps you figure out like, what are the most important three things you're going to do today? You put them in and you can set up today, tomorrow, the next day, you can go into the future or whatever. And then it reminds you, you can check them off. And so you don't have to complete a hundred page list of to-do stuff today figure out what you need to get done. And then what are the three most income producing activities? Those are what I do on a daily basis for work. What has a deadline? When is it due? And I'm 
I'm constantly making sure that I get those things done. And then um, when it's not work time, it's it's kid time, it's family time. Um, my weekends are primarily for my family and I. Um, and that's that's really what we do is we're very intentional with our time. And I think that's how we find that balance. Well, I absolutely love that. There's someone right now who is listening going, wow, she is superwoman. <laughs> that's the only way you'd be able to have complete control over your life and your confidence and get all these different things done. Even if you've got an app that's helping you, Commit to Three is an awesome app, I've used it. it but there's still somebody listening going, wow, you know, she's superwoman, she's got her debts paid down, she's got her debts paid off, she's taking care of a, a special needs child, she's, she's doing all this awesome stuff. So what are some ways that the people who are listening can gain confidence and get rid of their fear? Yeah, so I'm gonna tell you, I am not perfect. In fact, um, inside my Stronger Mommies group for my special needs parents, um, one of the most viral posts that I've ever had in there is was I was totally vulnerable about a time that I threw a parent tantrum. And I want you to be honest with yourself. We've all thrown a parent tantrum. This is when yep. you yell at your kid. Um, I slammed her door. <laughs> she started it. Okay, she started it. But I threw a tantrum, right? Because they know how to pull my butt, how to push your buttons. And and in fact, I used to. I would tell my daughter like, "You're pushing my buttons," and she goes, "Mommy, where are your buttons?" And I'm like, "You can't see them, but I, you have magically found every single one." And I'm at my wit's end, right? And so. Um, it happens. I lose my SHIT from time to time. And then I regret it. And I apologize to her. And I tell her that that's not how we act. And mommy's sorry. And, you know, and I'm open and honest with her that mistakes happen. Um, but I'm not perfect. There are deadlines that I miss. There are things that I, that I put out there. Um, in fact, most recently when I launched the Not Yet Notable group, helping other people build a highly active and engaged Facebook group for themselves, I realized this is what I teach, but I don't have a group for it. And I thought, man, I should help people for free with this thing. So I asked around if people wanted it and so many people said yes. So on the fly, I created it. I really didn't have a plan. Um, I created an entire training series on the fly for it. Like I didn't really have a plan. Um, and during that time, because it wasn't planned out, I had set a price point and then I changed the price point and I'd set an, an end date for something and I changed the end date and it was truly not trying to be um, strategic. I, I just had no plan. So I kind of forgot what I said. And I had somebody that was kind of hurt that things had changed and, and voiced that to me. And it's funny because I was like, I get it. Oh my God, that makes per like, I see why that person was not happy with how it changed. But yeah. the truth is, and I was honest with them, I didn't, if I, if I said a date out loud, I didn't even remember I said it because there was no planning. <laughs> and so um, take imperfect action, own your mistakes. It's okay. Guys, if you can see me, if you happen to be watching the video version of this, um, my background is my kid's play space. Like there's, there's, <laughs> there's uh, blankets and a princess tent and markers. And I mean, like, it's not some fancy, pretty background. I own that. This is who I am. Um, this is my life. And just, you don't have to be perfect. Nobody's house is the Pinterest version. Okay. Um, nobody's life is as picture perfect as it looks on Pinterest. So just be okay with it. Man, I absolutely love that. You know, taking that imperfect action, that's something I think that we forget so many times to do, whether that's, you know, going and, and having activities with your children or whether that's in business. It's so easy to forget that. So, and I want to ask you about this, this imperfect life a little bit. So in the introduction, we mentioned that you have a child with special needs. We mentioned it in, in your last episodes. And while some people might feel bad or they might feel sorry for you, I would love to hear about some of the joy. I want you to brag on your on your child. I want to hear some of the joy that she brings to you and your husband. 
Well, I'm always happy to brag about my child because she's incredible. Um, She, you know, it's funny because a lot of times when you tell someone, um, yeah, my daughter had a stroke during birth, the natural response is I'm so sorry. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. If I could go back in time and and have her not have a stroke during birth, I, I would obviously prevent that. But I'm not sorry it happened. She's incredible. And I don't know who she would be if it didn't happen. And I don't know who I would be. I'm a better human being, 100%. I am a better human being because of the, the, the hardships that we have gone through and that we'll, we will go through and because she's in my life. She has so much love and joy for life. It blows me away. Doesn't mean that she doesn't go psychotic and like throw a, a, a meltdown for two hours in the middle of the grocery store and I have to carry her surfboard cell out. Um, totally happens. But yep. I usually smile while other people look at me like I'm probably abusing <laughs> my kid. And I'm like, no, we're good. Hi. Um, but <clears throat> the truth is that she has so much love for things. She's, she's just incredibly happy. She's so th- sympathetic if somebody's hurt or somebody feels bad. She's right there. She wants to make you feel better. Um, she's so caring. She always wants a hug and a kiss. She, in fact, even inanimate objects, if she really likes them, she wants to hug and kiss them. Um, and, and, I just see so much joy through her. So for me, my life has so much more joy in it because she has so much joy um, in herself and it just makes me strive to be better. So uh, it's hard, don't get me wrong. Um, but I, I actually say we have children with, with different abilities instead of disabilities because truly um, there are children with autism that have the most incredible mind to see things that we can't see because their brain works differently. Um, children with Down syndrome by and far are the most loving, happy people on the planet. And I, there are days that I wish I could live in the mindset of somebody who has Down syndrome because they have so much joy constantly in their life. They, like, everything is happy and wonderful. Um, there's just so much out there where, where these children that have had something happen. I, we were recently admitted to the hospital um, because my daughter's been having seizures in her sleep and we were admitted to the cancer floor. And um, seeing all of these children that have cancer and it just puts everything in perspective where I'm like, wow, we just had a stroke and seizure. It's like, it's no big deal compared yeah. to these children that are going through childhood cancer. And yet they are still happy and loving their life and living it to the fullest. And it just, it puts your life in so much perspective. So I think it is truly a blessing to have a child with special needs that can see the world differently and that can help you see the world differently. Uh, I absolutely love that. I love that. I, I love instead of seeing special needs, you see Every child has needs. You have you see that every child has special and unique gifts and abilities, and I think that's something phenomenal. That you know, we we would not expect a a, a fish to climb a tree, right? You know, that's a, a gift that a fish has. But some of our kids, they have you know the gifts to swim and, and entrepreneurship and all this these other awesome things. And I love that mindset. So, what is a mindset shift that the average person needs to have about special needs? Uh, children and why? I think a lot of times we're, and I do it too, right? We see someone that's different and we don't know how to react. And we're trying to be like societally correct. So we yeah. don't want to stare. We don't want to ask them questions. We're like, oh, if I engage with them, we're like, are they going to, what are they going to think? Um, and, and then our kids, usually it's our kids that are like, Hey mom, look at that kid in the wheelchair. Like, <laughs> yep. Don't say anything, right? Like, uh, The truth is like be inquisitive, do it in a kind way. Um, all the time. Like 
I, I will see someone in a grocery store and their kid is just like flat out. Like it's not going well. You can see that they're frustrated. They're embarrassed. They know their kid's making a scene. And instead of staring at them or walking away or ignoring the situation, I usually just say, hey, mom, you're doing a great job. Don't worry about it. And that little bit of me saying, hey, you're doing a great job. Hey, it's okay. I saw a kid, she threw her flip-flop across the grocery store. I went, I picked it up. I handed it to dad who was probably way over his head. He did not look <laughs> like he was, like he looked like he was drowning. And I, I handed it to him and I said, hey, don't even worry about it. You're doing a good job. And that little bit from a stranger that says, it's okay. It's okay that your kid's not perfect. It's okay that your kid's making an outburst. I'm not saying that in a restaurant when you're enjoying your fancy meal, you should just be okay with the kid that like clearly for yeah. 10 minutes has been throwing a tantrum and you're like, parents, get up, go, like leave the restaurant, okay? Yes, they should. Um, I don't, you know, like, but there are times when you can say, hey, I get it, like it's okay. And to, to reach out that helping hand, make a joke, make that parent laugh, engage with them, smile. If you have nothing else, smile at them and let them know that their life is not as terrible in that exact moment as they probably feel like it is. Um, and, and overall just be open to, to listening and understanding and accepting and, and the world is a better place when we can do that. And I absolutely love that. I think too many times as parents, we keep ourselves inside our own little bubble. We keep ourselves, you know, to our own, uh, our own marriage, to our own children. And imagine what would happen if as parents, we sat here and, and, and we told other parents, Hey, we understand we, the struggle is real uh, and gave them that smiling, inviting, happy, just, Hey, you, you can do this. This is just a moment. I absolutely love that advice. So yeah, there's a story the other day that one of the moms in my group shared, um, about a mom who, um, her special needs child was at one of those like jump places that also have the little basketballs and stuff. And he was playing with a ball, um, and he had, he had thrown it or something. And then another kid picked it up and ran away with it. And so she was used to like just having to explain to him that, yeah, sorry, I know you were playing with that ball, but somebody else took it. And she was about to go get him something else and like go through the whole motions. And the dad saw what his kid did, who was also about the same age as this little boy. And instead of just ignoring it, like most parents do, dad took his little boy back over, had him hand the ball back over and explain to him why we don't just take something that's not ours. And then ask the little boy to sit down and play with this other kid. And so together, the four of them sat, the little boys passed the ball back and forth. And every time his son wanted to get up because he was bored, he tried to show his son how much joy the other child was getting out of rolling the ball back and forth. And then in that moment, it wasn't about the joy he was getting. It was about the joy he was giving to somebody else. And the mom just talked about what an incredible moment it was, um, how grateful she felt for that time and how important it was to her kid. Um, and, and if we can all be like that as parents and teach our kids to interact that way and to, to not focus so much on ourselves, like you said, and to give joy to others, the, the world is just an incredible place. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So like what other tips and tricks would you have for parents that don't have special, need, special needs children uh, such as us? What else would you tell us to do that way we can help support uh, parents that have special needs children and we don't know how to react? We don't know you know, whether to just smile or go ask them if they need help. And we don't want to offend them, of course, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we are giving our, our love and support instead of just staring at them. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of times, you know, especially, especially as parents get defensive easily because they do end up on, um, on the wrong side of looks and laughter and accusations. And um, they might have a 10-year-old sitting in the shopping cart and you're thinking, God, can't that 10-year-old walk? Like, why, why are they in there? Or a 20-year-old, 
that is still with them that's throwing a tantrum in the middle of the grocery store and you're like you're 20 years old that's ridiculous but you don't know the mental capacity of that person so in that moment i always try to say just put yourself in the situation of you don't know you don't know if that child has the mental capacity of a two-year-old you don't know uh, if that family just lost one of their loved their loved one, or if that child just lost a, their childhood pet that they've had their whole life. Um, you don't know if they've fallen on hard times, or if they're having the best day and this is just a random occurrence and their child's totally mainstream and normal. Like we don't know, and so I just always say, err on the side of going. You know what? I don't know the situation, um, and and change your body language. Right? Think about how you look. Are you making a face? Are you laughing behind their back? Are you saying something that you realize later probably wasn't the best thing to say? Um, are you prejudging them because they look old enough to handle themselves? Um, or are you prejudging that mom because she looks like a total mess in the grocery store because she's wearing her PJs and she, her hair's a mess? Um, she looks like she's going to Walmart, not Target. Like, I mean, <laughs> are you know, what are you thinking? And then simply go, you know what? I don't know her situation. Maybe they just lost somebody. Maybe her alarm didn't go off this morning and she's just trying to get some, some groceries. You know, we don't know. And so um, our whole body language, when we change our mindset, our whole body language changes. It's amazing. But the, the, our tone of voice changes, our body language changes, everything. So think about, hey, you know what? I don't know the situation. And instead, all of a sudden you relax, they relax, and it, it just makes things easier. So it doesn't take a lot. Um, if you have a friend who has a child with special needs and you're like, how do I help? How do I, I don't, I, I don't want to offer to take their kid for a night because that would, I don't think <laughs> that I could do that. Like, I don't know how to use a feeding tube or a breathing machine or, right? Like I couldn't take their kid. The next time you're going to the grocery store, shoot your friend a text message. Hey, Gina, I'm headed to the grocery store anyway. Is there anything you need me to pick up so you don't have to make a run later? Oh my God, taking a special needs child to the grocery store is like seriously a terrifying experience for a lot of moms. So offering to, to, to take that off their hands. And because you said him already going, now it doesn't feel like you're making an errand for them. It seems so easy for them to say yes. Don't say, uh, what can I do for you? Because it's hard for us to ask what we need, but think about ways that you can help and then simply offer, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. Or, hey, um, do you want me to come over and have a glass of wine with you later? I know you have trouble you know, getting out of the house, but I thought if you're free and you don't mind, I'll come over. Like your house is a mess, it's fine, don't worry about it. I'll come have a glass of wine with you and we can just hang out after the kids go to bed. Anything like that can be so welcoming. That is awesome. So Chantel, I love this, I love your story. You've got so much great information, so much great advice. What is the best piece of parenting and marriage advice that you've been given and why has that piece of information been so, uh, so great in your life? I don't know if I was ever given this piece of advice, but it's a piece of advice that I will give. And <laughs> it is sometimes your own needs have to come first. Taking care of you is so important. And I know, especially as moms, it's really easy for us to put ourselves last. We're like, okay, we got to take care of the kids. We got to take care of the spouse. We got to make sure the house is clean. We got to go to work. We got to bring an income. Oh, we got to take care of the friends. The friend needs this. Somebody else needs that. Oh my gosh, my kid needs me to volunteer at the school. So I'll yeah. go ahead and do that. Oh, there's a doctor's appointment. So let me take that on. And we're just constantly taking on so many different things. And then there's no time left. For us and so it's so crazy important that from time to time you do put yourself first because we kind of talked about like I threw that parent tantrum and the reason it happened is because I was running on empty all of my buttons were pushed I was tired I was exhausted I was beat down and so that last little thing threw me over the edge and that's that's just what happens to us as human beings so instead you have to take some time to recharge and it doesn't mean you need to go on 10 days sit on a private island turn off your phone um, and be unreachable for 10 days 
time for you could be that hour after you put your kids to bed, you and your spouse watch TV together. Time could be, um, if you love reading, that you take 30 minutes in the morning, you wake up 30 minutes early and you read a chapter out of your favorite book or you do some yoga. Um, it could mean that you ask somebody to come over to your house for, for, for an hour and have a glass of wine with you um, or you barbecue with the kids. Like, just make sure that, I mean, you, before you had a spouse and kids, you had hopes and dreams and visions for your future. Don't let them <laughs> die because now you've, you've got a family. Yes, they should change. Yes, we make um, you know, uh, concessions for having children and a spouse in our lives. We do, and you should. But it doesn't mean the person you thought you would be and still have dreams to be in the future has to go away completely. Fulfill those dreams. If you want to go and take a dance class, find a way to do it. Communicate with your spouse. Communicate with friends and family if you're a single parent um, to, to see if they can help and say, hey, you know what? I know it seems trivial, but to me, I've always wanted to dance. That's been my dream my whole life. I've always wanted to dance. And so um, would it be possible? There's this dance class. It's super affordable for me. And it's Thursday nights at 6 to 7 p.m. Could Is there any way you would take my kids um, from 6 to 7 p.m. on Thursdays or split that time up or talk to the spouse and say, hey, I know you work so hard. And all I do is work for, you know, I'm just home with the kids all day. Um, and I get you, you always have to acknowledge the amount of energy that the other person is spending. I get that you work so hard and I know this probably doesn't seem like a big deal to you, but is there any way I could do this dance class? Com oh, like how to win friends and influence people is my Bible. If you haven't read that, go read that book, but it's about how to communicate what you want in a way that makes the other person think they're getting what they want. And so it's great. Um, it works really well. And for me, having that me time and, and fulfilling my own needs is truly what keeps me going and, and makes me that super woman that you guys think that I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I absolutely love that. And I think that that's so important. So many times, especially as parents, right? We want to fill our kids' cups. We want to make sure that they're full and that they're, you know, have got warmth and they've got love. They've got everything that they need, everything they, they could have ever possibly even want. But we really do our, our kids a disservice when we forget to fill our own cups first. And I think that's such an important point, such an important thing that as parents, we need to make sure that we remember. Yeah, and so, it's quid pro quo, right? Like if I ask my husband for an hour so I can go do something, I'm gonna say, hey, and I know that you've been wanting to hang out with the guys and you haven't had a chance to, why don't you go like have a guy's night, right? I'm giving back. I'm not just saying, hey, give, give, give to me. And the same is true for your kids. Hey guys, I need you to be really, really good for Sophie. Like mommy just needs this time to, to go do her dance class. I know it sounds silly, but mommy just needs you to be really good for Sophie. But when she gets back this weekend, we're going to do this really fun thing together because yeah. you guys are such amazing kids, right? So it's, it's that, and they're learning that there's a give and take in life. And so it's good. Just remember that you have to exchange something and it's okay to say, Hey, look, you gave me this. So I'm going to give you that in return. Wow. I love that. So what are you mentioned? How to win friends and influence people as uh, one of your favorite resources. What is some of your other favorite marriage and family resources? Um, I don't have a lot of marriage and family resources, to be honest. Um, I, my parents are divorced, so not the world's greatest example. Um, there, they got divorced when I was very young. My dad remarried um, and has been happily remarried for a very long time. Um, I was an only child. I'm an only original. And then um, my dad remarried, and I had a stepsister, and then they had a kid, and I became a middle child. I went from an only original <laughs> child to being a middle child. Um, and then on my mom's side, she had um, a child when I was 12 and a half years old, she had my little brother. So um, it's kind of, you know, I, I have an interesting eclectic um, family <laughs> background, but you know, for me, it's truly about communication. 
Um, I, I look around and I see, I am somebody that can kind of see both sides of a situation, which is rare and it's very valuable for me. Um, I can see the side I want, but also where you're coming from. And so communication is big and it's what I see lacking for the people that, that, that end up fighting all the time or struggling in their, in their marriage or their, or with their children. And it's because they're putting themselves back. They're not communicating. And what happens is if, if let's say there's dishes in the sink and every day there's dishes in the sink and you're irritated, you're like, damn it. Every time you have lunch, you don't want like in your mind, you're like, husband doesn't wash the dish. He puts it in the sink. That's not washing it. Now I have to go wash it. I have to put it in the dishwasher and you're getting mad and that escalates and you're, you're constantly more mad than he's still doing it. But the truth is, you never mentioned it was a problem. So husband's yeah. like, oh, my wife's so sweet. Every time I put a dish in the, in the sink, she washes it and puts it in the dishwasher for me. Like, that's incredible. And I'm so lucky to have such an amazing wife. And meanwhile, you're over here seething about the dish in the sink. And you, yep. you're thinking of it from two totally different perspectives. And so the big thing is if you just communicate before it ever gets to a point where you're angry and you go, hey, hon, um, I noticed that every time you eat lunch, right, every single day, you just put the plate in the sink. And so I end up having usually at a, at a, at a time when I need the sink to go and wash your dish. Is there any way that after you have lunch, like it would be so nice if you just rinse it off and toss it in the dishwasher? That would just make my life easier. And occasionally I get that maybe you're busy and you couldn't get to it. Um, but if you can try and do it. And now all of a sudden your house is like, your husband's like, okay, I see that that would help my wife, right? Okay, nobody wants to do the dishes, right? But we, we all just want somebody to understand that, hey, we don't want to do it either, but this is where I'm coming from. And so when you open up that line of communication, everything is better. Completely, completely agree with that. You know, it's, it's funny. People always love to say marriage is 50-50. It's 50% on your part, 50% on mine. Absolutely not. Uh, I would recommend i would uh suggest that marriage is a hundred percent you and it's a hundred percent your partner because i think it's like that that communication that give and take that you're talking about it's a hundred percent on both of you that way when you say something you can put it in the you know the marriage bank i guess you could call it or you know when your spouse says hey i need this time if you're not a hundred percent in the ball game then you're not going to, it's going to be based on whether you feel like it or not. But if you're a hundred percent in and you go, Hey man, okay. I understand sweetie. You've had such a rough day. You've had such a rough week. Yeah. Please go, go take a swim at the, at the YMCA or, you know, go and do this or this, or go out and buy yourself something nice. Then when she does, there's no resentment. It's about completely being in the marriage, completely being in the relationship. 100%. I love what you just said there. And we just have to accept that like nothing, no one is blameless for anything, right? I mean, um, take cheating, for example, which is just, it devastates so many marriages and yeah. it is I, definitely, obviously, I do not think that cheating is okay, but I also don't think that, and it's horrible for the person that's cheated on, but it doesn't mean that they're like, you didn't cause it. You didn't force your husband to go out and cheat on you. Um, but it also doesn't mean that there wasn't something that led up to it, right? Maybe you like it just it's not one-sided nothing is one-sided and so often we want to in situations especially where we're hurt so in times where we're feeling like oh my god it's their fault everything's on them if you can't be willing to understand and cheating's kind of a bad example but if you can't see how maybe part of something that that was going on with you led to where things are now um even if we don't take just a fight right like yeah. not one person or the other a fight takes two people and so a marriage is that 100%, 100%. And you've got to be willing to say, hey, 
I, I'm a hundred percent of the good, but I'm also a hundred percent of the bad. There's something that I did, yeah. whether intentional or not, subconscious or not, that, that contributed to where we're at now. And when you can do that, that's how you can kind of resolve those issues. Absolutely. Completely agree. So Chantel, where can people go to learn more about you? Yeah. So you can find me on Facebook, Chantel Page Turner. Like I'm a real page turner in a book and people <laughs> um, like to laugh about that. At first I kind of got offended, but now I have four books that are coming out that I have a chapter in. And so I guarantee you they will be page turners. So by all means, you can find me Chantel Page Turner on Facebook. Um, you can also go to ChantelTurner.com notable.com if you're looking to be able to grow a highly engaged tribe. And then if you have a child with special needs and you're looking for more help on that side, Stronger Mommy is definitely the place to find all of that. Awesome. I know I would definitely be checking out all these different resources and everything that you've got. I'm in your Facebook group. I've seen the information that you put together. Such value. You love adding to people's lives and helping them out. And I absolutely love that about you. I do. Thank you so much for having me on, Matt. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your personal story. Like that is, that, that is such a, a story that I feel like a lot of people will really grab hold of and they'll, they'll understand it, you know, where you're coming from and stuff. So thank you for sharing such a great personal story. Join us next week when we bring Chantel in and we talk a little bit about business and business strategies and how to grow your own personal Facebook group. How awesome is that? So thank you Chantel for joining us and we look forward to having you on. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.